legs and hips and body. Does she ever like? No, that song is out. It's yeah, candy she, we're talking about. There has to be like on streaming somewhere. When she saw it going viral on TikTok, I'm sure she was like, um. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm just gonna look it up because I'm sure. Candy legs. She don't. There it is. <laughs> candy D Woods, Portia Williams, Funky Dineva legs, hip body. This is probably like the live version, or maybe they went into the studio and did like. A recorded version of... Because you know it's from that play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so she probably did... That. She was like, let me just go ahead and zhuzh that up a little bit and go ahead and get my Get on my money. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show, folks. I'm Miss Sarah Bellum. And I am Big Ellie. And this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Hootie. Who? That's right. Ski as well as ye. There was a tweet, or is a tweet, I'm pretty sure I've screenshot it. I might have also put it on my Instagram story, that sent me to the moon. Really? A couple weeks ago. And it was, it simply said, ski, and then in parentheses, and I cannot stress this enough, <laughs> ye. It was like, sweetie, you know who you are? You. with the best of them. <laughs> right. Uh, I love being black. Okay, well... Well, how are you doing? Because this is a this wig is a choice. What wig? Oh yeah, the I mean I just met the blonde bundles tumbling from your scalp right now, but oh the hair growing out of my head. Oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> please forgive me. Yeah. Your naturally straight wavy blonde hair um, is Thank gorgeous. It's really pretty. I love it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're doing? How are you? I'm preparing for um, mother's theatrical. Uh, not debut, but mm-hmm. theatrical return, theatrical event, yeah, uh, theatrical um, experience. Okay, so, probably getting in a little bit of a renaissance mood for for the podcast, and this is why the girls are gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up! We can't see what you're, you're talking gonna, about." I was gonna say you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take a picture and post it so that they, oh, so they get happens. it. Yeah, <laughs> you are feeling yourself in this hair. I know that. <laughs> I mean, it's a human unit. Let's be. Oh, what? Well, <laughs> far be it for me to infer that you would be wearing some cheap shit. <laughs> Never that. Um, how am I feeling? You go first. I don't know how yet. I haven't thought about it. I'm doing all of this off the cuff. I'm okay. on a Red Bull and my new, uh, not new meds, but back on my meds. Wonderful. <laughs> We'd love to so, hear that. <laughs> anything goes today, girl. <laughs> Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, went to game three of the WNBA finals and sat courtside yeah. for the first time. That was... I saw that. Very thrilling. I thought I was too nervous to ever sit courtside, but I did it. Why? It's just something because about Because of the being... amount of lesbians that would be hitting on you? No. That you would be overwhelmed oh with my God. how chose? No. <laughs> Why would you even take it there? How chose you would be no, I'm on just the a front shy, line? I'm a shy person, and I don't really light up around others. So, so the I paparazzi like to... is too much for you. <laughs> it's just a, it's a little bit too much visibility for me, but we did have a great time. <gasps> oh, my God. The funniest thing happened. We met this white man in the lounge, me and Jade. We had no idea who he was. 
He was nervous about the game. He was like, do y'all think they're going to win? I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And Jay was like, hell yeah, we finna win. Like, you the one with weird right. energy right now, my nigga. Like, get it Sounds together. Like right. yep. And he was like, you right. We damn sure finna win, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we go sit out at the game. We watching the game. You know they do the thing where they show celebrities on the Jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Why was we talking to Michael Shannon? <laughs> and had no idea. <laughs> Jay said, bitch, that is the man that was in the fucking lounge. <laughs> and I'm like, this is crazy because I love Knives Out. I've watched Knives Out like 10 times. I'm obsessed with that movie. Did not recognize him at all. So, Michael Shannon, not only would I have recognized Michael Shannon if I were there, he has a very distinct face. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I'm a huge fan. Me too. And I, he's one. Not only would I recognize him, he's a a, a white man I would have known by name. Okay, I wouldn't no, even have just fair. been like, "Oh my gosh, I've seen he's the guy from Knives nope. Out. I, I I saw him in Bullet Train. He was in Eight Mile. Like, nope. <laughs> I would have been like, "Holy fuck, that's Michael Shannon." And honestly. I can't do that for a lot of white celebrities. No, I mean, and I obviously can't either, but I was truly shocked. They started playing the clip from Knives Out. I'm like, wow, who's here? Is it Jamie Lee Curtis? Like, I'm getting excited. Like, who from this movie is here? And they showed that same man that we had ju- we had been sitting right next to him having dinner. I'm like, wow. Oh, was he nice? Was he so nice? Well, he was. He he legitimately seemed nervous about the game. I think he's really a Liberty fan because he was like, yeah, I don't so. know, y'all. We down two games. I'm getting nervous. And Jay was the one who was like, yo, you being mad weird right now. Like, shake that shit off. So, oh, my gosh. He's I didn't just really say flash. all that much to him. But, oh, was he? Oh, see, I didn't watch that. The girls told me not to. But... Yeah, you know, Ezra. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, that was a fun little white people moment that we had on Sunday, but... Oh, fun. I'm doing great. That mascot is terrifying. That mascot is very scary. Wow. Okay, so now we have beef because Ellie and I are friends. I was going to invite her to come do the show. She gave me a kiss at the game with her trunk. Like, she put her trunk out. On my nose. I know it was so cute. It was really adorable. And she be tearing that bitch up. When I tell you, whoever is in the Ellie suit, I don't know who it is, but I'm willing to bet thousands of dollars that this is a black person. No, they're not. It's like a big Oh, girl. Thousands of dollars. (laughs) Bet. Who the fuck is going to be a Negro? it would be a dummy to to take the other side of that goddamn bitch. Oh, well, bit. don't go on Twitter because there's a lot of people on Twitter who think it's a white woman inside that costume. But I'm you know what? fully convinced that it's a Negro. You never know. Let me be quiet. <laughs> I'm fully convinced. And Ellie is, I mean, Lil' Kim was performing during halftime at the game. I saw that. And so Ellie had her outfit on with her fucking platinum bust-down wig and her boots with the duster and she's just so 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 good and so fun i've seen her multiple times throughout the season and uh so but anyway it was a great game we won and um the energy was great and met michael shannon and had no idea and jade kind of you know gently yelled at him a little bit to get his shit together (laughs) and then he did we should have known he was an actor right then because he switched immediately we should have okay wait a minute does Ellie usually wear this like um uh Statue of Liberty like costume? No, she's usually in um a Liberty jersey, a custom New York Liberty yeah. jersey. Yeah. 
That's what I'm seeing here. See, this isn't scary. <laughs> I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm talking. I was judging by the video that you posted with the hot with her and them boots. Oh yeah. Oh, that's her little Kim outfit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you that, that was scary. something something about the lighting and <laughs> in and presentation of that particular video. Wow. I was like, oh, this is right on time for Halloween. This is very scary. <laughs> but no, this video I'm looking sweetest. up is super cute. Yeah, yeah this is an adorable so mascot. And the fact that that person can actually dance and, like, have yeah. sauce mm-hmm. makes it even more fun. Right. And that big-ass, heavy-ass costume, you really hitting it like that? That is another thing to think about. It's probably so hot in there. Right. What are you talking about? What costume? Ellie is an elephant. <laughs> so, but anyway. Yeah, you don't break their um, version. But, I'm, you know, I'm fine. School is schooling. Family counseling is beating my ass. <laughs> Every I was about to ask. Let's go back. Like? To, let's go back to childhood every week. So not great. So you do groups too? I already I already took group counseling, but I'm also like a group counselor. I there's a group um, meeting that I help coordinate every week. So, but I took group counseling like last year, and that was fine. But family <laughs> counseling. Oh. Ooh, when you say God. you took group counseling, you mean you were the therapist in group? Well, that's what I do now, but group counseling is also a class. Yeah, no, I'm asking about, like, you and clients right now. Oh, yeah. Do you have clients one at a time? I mean, more than one at a time sometimes. Yes, every week. There is a group counseling. family counseling. No, in in group. In group. I haven't seen a family yet, although there is one that I might, but... I don't know, child. I'm already doing couples. How has that had? How has that ha- had an effect on you mentally? Do you? Is it like work, or do you? Or is oh, yeah, any no. of it like? Do you go home with any of it? Like, wow, that was today was really heavy, or anything. Oof. Sometimes, sometimes people come to session and they have the saddest things to say, or sometimes they say things that are personally like. Uh, reminding me of something in my own past or something about my own life. And so you have to remain super aware at all times, make sure that countertransference isn't a thing where you're projecting your life or your experiences onto the client and, um, you know, just stay in mindful, focused, present, all that. So it is very much work. It is very much work. And there are lots of times after sessions where I'm like, child, I just need to go outside and take a long ass walk or, you know, let me play a video game or talk to my own therapist about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then an internship class, we talk about stuff that comes up in sessions. So as a student, you have a lot of support. And then in supervision, of cool. course, I talk yeah, to my supervisor sense. about it. And we have a weekly staff meeting, too. So you're constantly talking about what's going on in session. Yeah. Now, and now you say that, I imagine a part of going to school for it is... The preparation for that stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then having that support system, too. I made my last therapist cry <laughs> in a session. Okay. Well, that, I did. that does happen. Um, She was also pregnant, so it could have been... Well, I mean, I hope... I, I will not hope, but um, sometimes clients just have such painful lives, and they've had such um, horrific things happen to them. And, you know, therapists are just humans, and... Yeah. Yeah, I've heard some no, stuff. No, she apologized that has... very quickly, you know, and it was it wasn't like she 
has always or was always like incredibly, incredibly professional mm-hmm. and always just very so, so, so sweet and so supportive. Um, so I never had like a bad or weird or off experience with her, but I think she was like just emotional and she just, I remember she's just like, I know that you just, you're just longing for someone to just help. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how to do that. And, you know, I wish I could fix it, oh. but we'll get it together. That sort of thing. And I was just like, oh, my girl, my yeah. Dada. Oh, I love, I mean, I kind of love that. But, you know, it's just, this is part of therapy. Hard mm-hmm. things come up. It is, it is the work. So, yeah. Yeah, therapists and self-care is like really not something you can even play around with. Like if you as a therapist are not taking care of yourself, there is no way that you are showing up um, as your best possible self for your clients. So Mm -hmm. it's really a thing that you have to learn how to prioritize. And yeah. And people going to therapy or starting therapy. Remember that as well. These are people and your first one might not be your best one. Mm-hmm. Every therapist your second is not or a your fit. third one might be your right, yeah. right. Feel free so. to shop around. You're not gonna hurt our feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, that's You're it. Not gonna hurt our feelings. I promise. That's you. it. That I want you to it. be where you are, where you can thrive. And if you don't feel like that's with me, then I am happy to find you somebody else. Please, especially let me give you a if referral. therapy is not free. People get it. Nobody is out here to be for you because you're not yeah. work. Anyways. Well, yeah. I mean, it's free to see me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I don't. I don't get any money. <laughs> that's what I'm saying for like, the 25 hours a week that I work. But anyway, I know it's so much. I cannot fucking wait to graduate. But anyway, how are how are you? I'm good. Mm. Uh, my best friend had a baby. On Monday, I think. Congrats. This, that was the 16th. Yeah. Um, she had a little boy and <sighs> I love him so much already. Yeah. And I'm so like, ah, uh, my heart is doing the thing and my breathing is doing the thing where crying comes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, new babies are overwhelming um, like that. I just love him so much, and I'm so, like, happy for her. And I know that this is going to be, like, the best thing ever. And uh, he's so beautiful and tiny, and I'm so glad that I'm, like, here to meet him. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Um. So... I'm happy about that. And I also got to... Last night I had dinner with my cousin who I haven't seen in like... Honestly, probably like 15 years. Damn. Like since I was like little, little. But we grew up together. Like we were like... I considered him my best friend. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I was a kid, even though we were family you know what i mean so it was like that type of but then we also had you know the weird relationship with you know caribbean family i feel like black families period are very like you see your cousin is doing this this that and the third why you can't do oh my god amazing so so bad about that (laughs) 
a lot of us got caught up in the generation of that and stuff. I never really had it affect my viewing of him. But either way, we're just grown-ass men now. He has kids. I have a dog. And life is like, <laughs> you know, adulting. Those are the same But it things. was just... <laughs> clearly, like, yeah. absolutely in 1,000% in every way, in every shape. Um, No, like, it... He's a lawyer. He's all adult. And it was just crazy <laughs> to, like, see each other as grown men. Not even, like... We're adults in our twenties now. Like we're grown. Like no, we're like we're ad- we're like our parents. Like yeah. when we were little. Yep, y'all are really grown Here up. We are now. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, but it was just like a really nice dinner, and we got to just like really level each other out and talk about who we are as people fully. Mm-hmm. from like a more full perspective as people who are in our 30s as opposed to little kids um so that was really nice and very affirming and fun and so that. now i want a nap <laughs> okay same actually it's been a busy day i don't very really busy. feel like there's any particular reason but i'm good so I'm done. That's it. Pretty much. Okay. I mean, and you look good. This hair is really, <laughs> that is your um, color. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can rock many, but mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like this is what we're working with for, to, for today. Okay. Um, let's do some Black Excellence real quick. I have a couple of people to shout out, starting with one, Issa Ray. Oh, yay. Prum, 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 prum. She has a new line of Prosecco that's available at Target. Oh, so I can go into Target, get me my my Easter Ray Prosecco VRA, and get me some <laughs> some Robin Fenty. Oh yeah, the other black girls are up in the are up in the Target. Ain't Tracy Ellis Ross in Target? Probably. Target really does a lot of work with different black uh, brands and stuff like that. So probably so. But yes, I did see that. Did you go to the to the party? Mm-mm. Mm, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yes, congrats to Issa on launching her um, her Prosecco line. When I saw that, I was like, <laughs> alignment. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> it really is because she was, and she even said, you know, like people, a lot of people know me, know I love and I enjoy some bubbly. I like Prosecco, such mm-hmm. and such. And so, yeah, like when I saw that, I gagged because I was like, oh, here's another product by somebody I admire that I can go and buy. Right. Girl, look at my and shirt. And will buy. <laughs> Not this President Barbie shirt. <laughs> I'm literally wearing the President Barbie shirt from MattelCreations.com or Ned or whatever the fuck that right. Not an ad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, yes, girls, give me anything mm-hmm. to go and buy. I stand. Uh, but also, I love for second. <laughs> so Right. You don't have to twist it, my arm. <laughs> right. But it was definitely like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. And I think it'll really do well. So I'm probably going to run to the Target after I go to the gym later today and see if they've got some. Because I like I looked up on the website, uh, like where the closest ones were. And they were kind of far from my location. But I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Maybe... 
I'll be surprised and they'll be in my local Target. If not, I don't mind going 30 minutes down the road to go grab a couple bottles. Congrats. I will be calling first to make sure they have them in stock. <laughs> okay, because if go, it's out of stock, you're going to have an attitude. <laughs> right. And you know yeah, this. Right. Uh, um, also, Serena Williams is the first athlete ever to receive the Fashion Icon Award at the 2023 CFDA, CFDA Fashion Awards. Mm-hmm. She says, ever since I was a little girl, I've used fashion as an outlet to express myself. Fashion gave me the confidence to step on the court and own who I was and where I knew I was going. So, mother of two, she's still pregnant, right? Yeah, she ain't had that second baby yet. Yeah, she did. She been had that baby. Like, probably, really? almost, a, probably almost a month ago. Okay, if it's just maybe a month, I don't feel too bad. Oh, yeah, no, the baby is not like three, but she did. She definitely did give birth. <sighs> I'm just like, <laughs> everything is, time is nothing anymore for me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I they, don't know what it is. Uh, Adira River Ohanian. Oh, I love that. Right? Okay. Well, congrats. Now, two babies, multiple Ooh. awards. That was September 1st. So, yeah, about six weeks old now. Look, I'm just, I'm not here for a long time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's I'm all right for prime time that is all right well congrats ma'am mm-hmm. um on this award on being an icon and on being a mother of two yes Shaquille o'neal and alan iverson have been named president and vice president of basketball over at reebok respectively mm. and uh, first thing they did was sign angel reese <laughs> that's right they know. knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, many of us do. So, I mean, I'm, again, very, very wise move. Because I can't think of the last time that I spent money on anything involving Reebok. And that's no shade to anybody. God bless us all. But you got Angel Reese involved. And I'm like, all right, what do we have to offer? I might get a hat. Maybe a yeah. jacket. Now I'm paying attention. Because the women's... Um, championship, college basketball championship, actually got higher <laughs> ratings than the men's did last season. Like, yeah. women's basketball is really blowing up. The Liberty just posted, like, highest attendance ever at any WNBA game. We had, like, 17,000-plus people at the game on Sunday. So, like, work to not, to not tap Angel Reese for this would have been a huge misstep. So... Shout out to them for seeing the value in the brand, and uh, shout out to Angel for being her authentic Negro self and still out here collecting them checks. I truly know what it's like. (laughs) Uh, And I'm so proud of that young woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's get into pop culture and hot tops. Uh, Scream. Mm. I wanted to do a scary movie, but I couldn't think of any other. That's fine. No, I got one. I got one. Let me think of one. Let me think of one. Oh, I thought you said you. It it lives inside. What lies beneath? Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Look at me thinking on my feet. That is a good one. Yeah, I like it. The Void. Enter (gasps) the Void. Scream. The Popper's prequel. Okay, now you're making things (laughs) up. Get it? Because before it's... (laughs) Shut up. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> before poppers, the girls were like, ah! Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's start with good news. Oh, boy, that is fun. <laughs> um, So back in July, there was a story, I believe, that came out uh, about this 93-year-old woman in South Carolina who was being harassed by uh, some land developers who were trying to buy her home. From her, she refused yes. to sell it. You remember this? Do. Yeah. Um, so Tyler Perry had gotten involved back then when he heard about this woman who has owned this fa- this home uh with her family since the Civil War era. And you know, as such, you know, had no <laughs> desire to sell it. And so a company by the name of Bailey Point Investment Group has reportedly been harassing this lady and filing lawsuits and everything in order to seize control of her property. Um, Tyler Perry has since um, stepped in to build this woman a brand new home. Um it says here that his construction crew will be breaking ground on this new place in the next few weeks once they get all their permits and things like that settled. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm certain that with Tyler Perry's support, money, and publicity, it will be a lovely home mm-hmm. um, that she and her family and the next generations in her family can call theirs. Um, I thought that was a very sweet story, very mm-hmm. beautiful story. Although it is still very gross that they have to build a new home altogether and right. can't keep the one that they have always had. Um, but you know, every now and then, you know, I I can't. I guess I'll say, nice to have. Uh, some rich black people nowadays that can support poor yeah. black people that are willing to do it because <laughs> they yeah. all they all can, but not all of that's them. That's what do. I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and this lady looks so sweet, Miss Josephine. Um, and yeah, I this is beautiful. I saw that she her seventeenth great great grandchild was just born. So. Right. I just can't even imagine, like, the life this lady has lived, the things she has seen. And it would have been a fucking shame for her to lose her home. And that's a story that so many Black families uh, can relate to and know intimately. So I just love this but, for her, that she's getting what she needs. What did you... This this is the great-great-grandchild? Her 17th great-great-grandchild. Right. So her and grandchildren's so grandchildren... <laughs> can have... Imagine... That child, our age, having Christmas in this house. Yeah. I'm saying in the future. Right, right, right. Having Christmases in this house mm-hmm. and telling their grandkids, no, our our age, never mind. Yeah, because <laughs> that telling... is in another 30-some years, right? Yeah, but whatever. I'm saying, imagine <laughs> them as adults yeah. being able to tell the kids around them, like, hey, this is the story of... Such and such, we have this house and blah, 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 you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, what I mentioned prior, but right. it still 
has a nice warm ending and a very um, powerful story for that family that they can still pass on. I oh, yeah. It's nice. They're going to be telling that story for <laughs> generations to come. They're going to have a framed picture of Miss Josephine and Tyler Perry sitting right up there like black people do with like black Jesus and shit. They're going to have a picture I, right there on the mantle telling the story I mean, about it's Tyler old. Perry saved the house. Yeah. It's old because Pat, Tyler Perry aside and all of this other bullshit, they should have been able to, those same great-great-grandkids should be able to have those holidays in that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The initial house right. and be like, oh, our family has owned this house since the Civil War era. There's where your great-great-grandma did this and that's da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And that was taken away from them. Yeah. So now your story has a Tyler Perry spinoff. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's lit. Yeah. My family, my uh, my grandparents' house is still in the family. We've had it since, like, the 40s or something, the 1940s. And we're not getting rid of that house ever, ever. Y'all never That's get rid of it. We're never, ever getting rid of that house. So That's what I mean. I get it. Yeah, I really do. The place where everybody comes, and it's just so much history there, and it has a lot of sentimental value. So, yeah, yeah. I get it. Get it. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment, so let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Um, pregnant people, sexy red has confirmed uh the rumors that she is with child. She has baby inside. <laughs> um, so she had some photos posted with her and says at a show where she had her belly out, sort of in an outfit that look like she might be pregnant and the caption was team boy or team girl so it was like okay girl what's a given with sexy red who knows maybe she you know just left panera bread or something and is just trying to be funny 
Um, and then she posted a photo of her eating some ribs with a caption "Fat Mom." <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this girl. And then she, since then, has gone to her Instagram stories to say that she was pregnant as fuck and some recent photos trying to suck my belly in. She said, quote, I got tired of faking. So mm-hmm. there you have it. Um, you know. All right, girl. Congratulations. I'll say that. Yeah. From Pound Town to Baby Boulevard. Really not a very long trip at all, is it? They're really pretty no. much right across the street from each other. So the adjoining cities. Yeah, I'm not shocked you got there. And yeah, if you like it, I love it. But I, I'm off of her after the Trump shit. So I was just like, oh, okay, well, that's cute for you. Yeah, well, good luck and um, uh, what's it called? Healthy pregnancy. Yeah, and all that safe delivery. Yeah, those are the things. Um, the girlies have been imploding over photographs of Halle Bailey outside somewhere um, in a large hoodie, seemingly uh, having gained weight with a big belly. You know, rumors have been going around that Halle's pregnant for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, so this seemingly confirms that for a lot of people and, you know, strong opinions on it and so on. Um, What about you? Do you have an opinion on it? Not really. You know, I feel like ultimately, girl, this is what you want to do, who you want to do it with. Um, I just, I don't, subscribe to the idea or I'm not subscribing to the idea that this is somehow going to stand in the way of her being who she's meant to be Mm. or what you know what I mean like I just don't believe that if she was like a constant hot mess you know, priorities not in the right place, stay on shade room type thing. I might be like, hey, mm-hmm. who knows what's coming? <laughs> but that would be a whole bunch of things compacted with you having a baby with whoever this guy is, right? Yeah. Mama just accepted Woman of the Year at Glamour Magazine's Gen Z. She got the Gen Z Game Changer Award. Those are the photos that just came out of her with the little, like, black dress. Like, oh, yeah. Pinky, Very cute. Like, skirt, like, almost ballerina type thing. She got a Game Changer Award for that. I feel like it was yesterday or a day before or some shit like that. Um, she was in one of the biggest movies of the year. She's also got Color Purple coming up. I feel like Mama could drop this baby, have a, a wonderful maternity leave, enjoy <laughs> being a mom. And then do whatever the fuck she wants to do, you know? I just hope... My my concern is not Hallie. Mm. My concern is that they have grown. My concern is that he has grown. There we go. <laughs> there it is. Because that was my From issue. From being the individual who is going to be making records about her over mm-hmm. foolishness. Yeah. That's it. Talking That's about it. being I'll... jealous and insecure and all this about her. I didn't like the way he talked about her publicly. 
I did not like that either. At I didn't all. like that either. Nope. That's my only thing. Hallie, don't be. That's what this is. Back to my earlier point. Hallie has not given us, you know, a neighborhood talk comment girl. Yeah, you know she's she's not giving that. Yep. So balance that out. Respect each other privately, professionally. You got a diamond. On your hands. Yeah. With this girl. And many of us really appreciate her mm-hmm. and want to see her um, continue to succeed and and progress in her career and stuff like that. So, yeah, my concern is not, oh, she about to have a baby with this thing and that's going to somehow do ruin her life. Blood. Yeah. Yeah, like that's patriarchal shit. That ain't got like, and I don't really want to subscribe to this idea that she gonna have a baby and get pregnant, and then that's gonna, you know, she can't do X, Y, and Z. That's dumb. I just hope that this nigga has like learned. Okay, I can address my insecurities or my concerns in my relationship in a way that is uh, healthy and respectful to both parties, especially now that. We're going to have a child together. Wouldn't that be That's ideal? All. That would be lovely. I would, and I want that for Hallie. I want her to be happy um, in her relationship. And it makes me kind of think about Naomi Osaka, and everybody was kind of saying the same thing about, oh, your career, you're having a baby, blah, blah. And she was like, please mind your right. business, like, I'm fine. Um, mm-hmm. But then also, just the other day, she tweeted something like, you know, I just want somebody to watch the sunrise with me or something like that. And so I'm like, ooh, did you and Corday break up? Like, you know, she just had that baby earlier this year. So mm-hmm. um, I want I, I want I feel like, you know, obviously I don't know Hallie personally, but I want her to be happy and in a relationship where she feels genuinely loved and supported and respected. Um, and, you know, I'm not in that relationship, but what that young man has given us publicly does not really make me feel <laughs> uh, great about him. But this is who she has chosen. And so I am going to mind my business about it. I have no idea what kind of parents they'll be. Um, I assume that they're going to do their best in raising this child. But I mean, a lot of y'all are 37 having kids and still doing a horrible job. So this is what I'm saying. Being young doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a bad parent. Just like being old doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a good one. Like it's all about you. Exactly what I'm saying. Are you going to step up as a parent? Are you going to do what's best for your child? Are you going to grow the fuck up? Like that's the question. Like my mama... I'm sorry, I'm telling your business, mommy. My mama had me when I when she was like 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Allie, Allie age. So, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> I'm gorgeous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, my mama was 28, which is not much older. It's just on a, f- a few years, but I mean, we've been 28. Think about when you were 28. I had no business having having a child at 20 anything or 30 anything. I had no business Hello, having a baby at tonight. <laughs> Not, like, don't give me one right now. <laughs> I still got other shit to do for me, man. <laughs> but, so for me, know. it is like that exact point. Like, yeah. I'm not, I, there's nothing to tell me that these people cannot have happiness and success. Mm-hmm. 
and this baby at this moment in time. Many of us have had babies around the same age, younger, with nothing. These people have millions of dollars. Well, there is that. Both of them. A lot of us have had babies with someone that we then separate from. Mm -hmm. Messy sometimes, sometimes not messy. And can look around and be like, oh, I'm good. I'm even better than I was. And my kids are great. You know what I mean? Um, So there's nothing, again, for me to just be like, oh, I don't even want to manifest that energy for someone who is not a hot mess, who I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, for as, as far as I know, is not a hot mess, who has a lot of, you know, motherfucker potential. Like I Mm -hmm. said, the only thing, and if it weren't for the one time that he put what, I'm just going to call it a diss record. Because (laughs) I got on the, like, (laughs) not a fucking diss record. (laughs) And it would have been, and it would have been one thing if she really was, like, just gallivanting around with some mm-hmm. random nigga. You were talking about her holding hands with her co-star, the person who plays her love interest in a Disney movie. Promoting a movie, you dumb nigga. If it wasn't for, like, that thing, i had been like, oh, I don't know who this nigga is, so... Yeah. You know, God bless. Like Sexy Red's Baby Daddy, I don't even know who that is. I literally don't know the I identity of to. that. And I don't. I don't. I would have been... I would have had no opinion of him. It's perfect his fault example that though. I, that I didn't like him. Perfect example though. Mm-hmm. I can say, okay, whoever, let's say, sexy reds baby father is the same type of nigga who you know on Instagram are making records about how sexy red ain't shit for going to the grocery store. I'm not gonna be like, oh whoa, sexy. Let's talk about how this is going to, you know, why this nigga. Because Sexy Red herself just told me that she lives for Donald Trump. Like a couple, you know what I mean? Like, I'm she not did. caping. She it's not It's it. not the same. Yeah. Hallie, Hallie has just been adorable and super fucking talented since we first met her. So, you know, we have a lot of love for her and we want the what's best Um for her genuinely, not like me, what I think is best, but what is best for you that things that I may not be aware of because I don't know you personally. He may treat you like an absolute goddess. <laughs> and if that is the case, fine. Like, I'm not even interested also because I feel like, I feel like this is like big brother, big sister mm-hmm. type. Two. Like, these, this feels like, my younger siblings yeah um fandom you mm. know oh yeah or, like, yeah there is that cousins. there is that <laughs> you know don't get me wrong godly hour stays on repeat to this it's day it's like, so good <laughs> it is fantastic i listen to her single angel all the time it is gorgeous and stuff but it's just like girl i'm not gonna get too much in the mix with you and your young boyfriend you know what i mean or or a baby father i have no doubt that whether you stay with him or don't stay with him, whether he continues to be a mess or not a hot mess, you will have the support. You'll have the backing <clears throat> mm-hmm. to be just fine. So that's it. But again, if Halle Bailey was like, oh, you know, um, vote Trump and I don't give a fuck about uh, abortion rights. Mm-hmm. And just being able to, I would just be like, all right, well, you know, you got it. Because it sounds like this baby got, you know, right. <laughs> this baby got to cut it out for him on both sides. 
Yeah. Or, you know, if she said, you know, if her baby was gay, that she would try to beat the gay out of her baby, then we would have an issue. But... Yeah, she's never given me a reason or that she would dress like a dyke for the rest of, you know, for at least five years because she doesn't want it's for the literally my read. It's to... literally my read. It's literally right. my read. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. So but congrats. Awesome. Congrats, girl. The nose has been telling on her for some weeks now anyway. And the the stands done been clocked uh, the pregnancy, but it now is like all but confirmed. And. She's not addressing it publicly, so I suggest y'all just leave her alone until she's ready to say like, something about it. The height of your career. Yeah, burr, 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 burr. What? What? You think she can't have a baby and then go make some music? I mean, and why do you think this is the or height act? of her career? You don't know where her career is going. Right! This doesn't necessarily be have to be the height of it. People said the same stuff about Cardi, and yes, I'm sure things changed when she had culture. You can't just go do shit um, without any thought about what's oh, going on at home anymore. Oh, they did say that about Cardi. But they did say that about Cardi, and that bitch has done nothing but get richer and richer and bigger and bigger. So let yeah. the girls live. Let them live. If anything, much like we said about Sexy Red, wish them a healthy pregnancy and say, hey, nigga. Yeah. And I, I hope that little nigga DVD. I hope he went and called the lady or something after that song came out because that was embarrassing. So I do, I do hope some growth has happened over the past several months. But I'm gonna stay out of it. Not really any of my concern. Oh, he's 26. Yeah, this that's the time. Yeah, time to grow up. <laughs> that's 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 around the. Oh, I'm about to be 30ish. Let me, you know, I don't have to be out till 5 a.m. Right. At least that was for me. Not you would think. You would. You really would think. But don't he already have a kid, too? Where did I hear that? Maybe oh, I have no idea. Okay. Um, Maybe he doesn't. Maybe that was just a rumor. But. Yeah. All right. Sure. Go, Hallie. I'd like two more. If, if that, where are we at? Yeah. Um. Mm. What do we have here? Oh, you know something I meant to bring up last week? I forgot. Doja Cat in this dumbass shirt. Oh, my God, with the incel on it or whoever, that white nationalist nigga? Leave, leave me alone. Yeah. I, ugh, ugh. If you're trying to get everybody to be the fuck over you, it is working. You're doing great. Like, say less. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Literally, please, Don't get me wrong. Don't get me less. wrong. But it's just like, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Just, you know, back back off. <laughs> I don't, like, because I think that she's incredibly talented, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she's an excellent performer. It's just clear that she has some sort of uh, nuanced psychological complication with... <laughs> her her race yeah or biracialness mm-hmm. <laughs> um as evident but many things uh and it it feels like she misses the days of being in racial chat showing feet mm-hmm. um and she just she doesn't give a fuck about making songs with ariana grande anymore she just wants to be bald-headed with her quote-unquote edgy white boys. Ugh. 
and sing about, you know, toenails or whatever. And I'm just like, I feel as though you're permitted to do that. I'm not going to stand in your way, man. You know? Yeah. But like, wow. You know, you don't have to like fire a few rounds on, a few rounds off on your way out. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if you're saying, hey, my old shit was a different bitch and I don't like that and I'm not doing that no more, you're well within your rights. Mm. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not following you along on this new part of your journey, but I don't have to. You'll be fine. But like you said, there's something about her antics that makes me, it just gives me the feeling that she really wishes she was not half black. <laughs> like, I get the feeling that she would prefer to be moderation. Um, but or that she has some sort of issues with her blackness and and this shit like the the t shirt with the with the right wing crazy nigga on it and a Nazi yeah the fucking Nazi and uh, I just she yeah she can keep it I'm I'm out but isn't her mama Jewish yeah and she grew up on like a compound type of hippie place with um. I don't remember who, who somebody famous was like the musical director there or something. And it was like, you know, all these different races of people coming together and living like this, quote unquote, ideal, peaceful lifestyle or whatever. Like this whole United Colors of Benetton thing. So I don't know how she ended up here. It may be 4chan, you know, it may be the Internet. <laughs> I do. It may be the Internet's fault that she it got here, but... This this is where she loses. <clears throat> I know. Th- I know these girls. Mm. I went to school with a few of these girls okay. throughout okay. my life, um, and by girls I mean people. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the read. Um, I I know them. You know, I know that I'm light skinned I'm biracial. You know. I like Gucci, but I also fuck with Metallica. Black people don't like me. White girls are passive aggressive to me. Yada, yada, yada. It's like that comes in a lot of packages Mm -hmm. that like angst (laughs) or PTSD or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I know like the edgy, violent pseudo-rebellious version of that. And that's what she's giving. Though It's just the girls that I knew that did it weren't, like, talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't, like, artistic. They were just regular <laughs> as self-hating people. Yeah. Um, she happens to make really good music and visual art. So that's what that is. Like, it's just another reminder that these people are just regular-ass people. Yep. Um, hopefully... For her, you know, she has some sort of support emotionally or mentally um, that can allow her to grow in a direction personally where she can figure out what this all means. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, I say that basically meaning I don't really give a fuck if she stays racist or not. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Because, like, I'm just saying, like, I get it. Past it just being, like, the edgy, I post shit that, like, gets people riled up, but Mm -hmm. I also, like, don't give a fuck about y'all and don't want you to follow me type thing. It's just, like, it's very boring. Like, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to post anything. That's true. You don't have to... (laughs) Not one thing. (laughs) And that would be great. You don't have to say anything to anybody. And 
Not ever. You'll get what you want, which is to be left alone, right? So so you can, whenever you're ready, you know, we're waiting on you, really, girl. It's just like the little weird, mm. you know, racial antics on the way out are lame as fuck to me. They are. Uh, I don't feel like I want to mention anything else. Britney Spears has a book okay. coming out. Apparently, she said she was pregnant by Justin Timberlake and he didn't want to have a baby, so she had an abortion. Mm-hmm. White people are not putting her head on the spike and asking why she's ruining Justin Timberlake's life and career and embarrassing him. Interesting. I haven't seen him do that. I haven't I have, either. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen no, oh, Britney, go away. Why are you talking to us? Oh, leave us out of it. Who asked? I haven't seen none of that. I've oh seen a God, lot Brittany. of, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of the exact opposite. A lot of people going, wow, Dustin, Dustin, Justin really, <laughs> Justin really did her wrong and then came out with Crimea River two years later and made it seem like she was cheating and all this when apparently Brittany was like, I would have kept the baby. Like, I was in love with Justin, my first love. He took my virginity. Like, I would have been so happy to do this, but he didn't want to be a dad and you know, we agreed it was for the best. And honestly, it probably was for the best. But this also, I remember maybe a couple of months ago, it coming out that Justin Timberlake's people had an issue with some stuff in Britney's memoir. And now I guess we're seeing what that was really all about. Something else to kind of go up against that <clears throat> really cute, <coughs> clean, happy-go-lucky white boy who is kind of down with Black people vibe that uh, Justin Timberlake has been able to skate on for decades at this point. So, uh, yeah, I cannot wait <laughs> pre-ordering Britney's book because I, I mean, I was a huge Britney Spears fan um, in high on. school. Huge Britney, Britney fan, like, baby, baby. Man, you had to be there. You there really, really did. hasn't been another white pop star. Mm, not like that. Not like Baby One More Time. Oh, Come. child. Oh, Sweetie, my God. Baby One More Time was it. I'm a slave for you. <laughs> Toxic. I'm, I'm talking not, not so just good. the songs, the music videos and the live yes. performances. And the live performances. The choreography for me against the music. Not yes. to mention that was a Madonna collaboration, which is a flex. We could say what we want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I also meant to make Madonna's daughter Black Excellence. We could say lots of things. We have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> but one thing we're going to address is that that young woman ate. Did you see her voguing at her mama's concert in London? I did not. I don't think so. Maybe like a short clip, but I didn't see like anything. Let me just Google right quick. I thought you was going to bring up. um... Twigs. Wait, who's Twigs? FKA Twigs. Oh, okay. No, I thought you was going. Oh, here it is. She was there. Um... (laughs) Ah, Oh, okay. Work okay. Madonna said Beyonce not the only one that can bring her child out on this stage. That's what all the tweets were giving. <laughs> all the tweets were giving. The first tweet I saw when I saw this video was a, a retweet, and the the thing yeah. said um, that Madonna was Madonna was up in the bleachers like um, like that white girl would bring it on at the Toros game, <laughs> right? I mean, at, yeah, Clover's game, right? I mean. Like, mm, yeah. Oh, well, this is so cute. 
like so cute. And she made it up. Yeah. It was very, very cute. It's just something in me I can't hate on children. I really, I'm not capable They're, of, for of what? hating on babies, but this is adorable. She didn't well, pick her mama. Her mama I mean, picked her. This and this was this was good, but you know sometimes celebrities' kids do things that aren't great, and I just can't be yeah, mean about it. But this kid's like eleven. It. Yeah, no, I mean, and like I said, this is an example of something that is actually cute and good, and I yeah. enjoy. But like, did you hear Adonis's freestyle? I was gonna just let that happen. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should, I, yeah. and I feel like that's what Drake should do. Drake should just let that baby be white in peace. Let him be. French American in peace. <laughs> I really let, let I, him work on his uh, fucking sight words. Like, <laughs> just let him be, please, my God. I, I I really support kids being given mm-hmm. the most expansive canvas possible. Yeah, you know. Um, and if you are privileged enough to have like endless resources and your kid is like, I want to make a song and a video, I think that you should allow them to do that even just for fun and a way to embarrass them when they get married and have kids in the future. That's fun. Um, I don't, I, I, I would I would like to think that that's what happened here with Adonis is that he personally wanted to make a song mm, with his friends mm, okay. and his father facilitated um, facilitated that for him okay. and that there was no uh, suggestion or influence uh, from any other parties. Mm. God bless. That's a much nicer way of looking at it. I assume things happen the other way around and Drake was like, you will be shooting a video. <laughs> So hopefully it was Adonis being like, I like that track. I want to jump on it. I want to shoot it. Like, that is a much uh, kinder way of looking at it. And I believe that his son. I'm not going to be like, oh, you kids. Like, oh, don't let your kids do stuff because kids are trash. Like, that baby is like, what, five or six? Let him live. I think he's five. Yeah. Let let him live. But He's mm. every... I honestly... I was talking to one of my straight friends the other day, and I was like, the kindest thing I think I have to say about Drake or is, like, the only thing that interests me about him now, and it's his adorable kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, you yeah. know, I, I'm i more interested in, in his perspective on fatherhood and how that has changed him than, you know, mm. his ops. But, um... Or the so girls like when I, who don't want Yeah, him. whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's a, you know, a lot of people want that from him as well. I respect that. I'm yeah. just like, usually when Adonis is involved, um, you might get my attention because he's so adorable and he seems really, really bright. He does. I, I like to think he was in the studio with his dad and, you know, they were like, you could do this. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just went in there and had some fun. And was like, you want to shoot a video for it? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And they're just having a good time, you know? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Adonis definitely adorable. gives me, I'm going to grow up and do have nothing to do with entertainment. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. I see him being like a French physicist or something. <laughs> I see him. I really think he's going to be like <laughs> very successful and rich in some sort of science or math or yeah. 
Or, you know, maybe he will be an artist, but I don't, he's not gonna be a rapper. I That's just, your I don't Jamaican believe. brother. That's your, yeah. y'all share ancestry. Y'all have the same hair color. So I see why, you know, you get it. You get it. I respect him. Yeah. You know, I'm just. I do too. It's his daddy that I'm looking at crazy. But Adonis, I want nothing but the best for. Yeah, I'm not looking at his daddy at all, to be honest with you. Well, there's that. His daddy knows how to include the kid to get me to watch. (laughs) Okay. Excellent point. I'm done. All right. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, folks, we are back. And it is now time for your letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Um, we have an update from Tay, the lesbian, remember, who visited her friend in New York and then she fucked the girl's neighbor or something in her house. Like she fucked the... F- yes. In her friend's house. Yes. Yes. So she said, sorry about the delay with the update, but we did talk. Well... She talked to me for about 15 minutes about how fucked up I was for fucking Bestie mm-hmm. in her crib. Mm-hmm. After a few attempts to get a word in, I allowed her to go in. And when she was done, she said that I am no longer her friend since I wanted a piece of pussy and didn't have any respect for her. And then she hung up in my face. Ow. A week went by and a mutual friend relayed the message that she was trying to reach me. However, I had blocked her because, sweetheart, you said everything with your chest and then slammed the door. I experienced my emotions behind that L and moved on. I will not be unblocking her and the bestie will be returning soon. I wish her well, but I have no interest in communicating. I was so geeked when y'all read my letter. <coughs> I was at work fangirling. Thank y'all again. I have others indulging in the podcast after that letter. <laughs> Did they listen I mean, and say, you really wrote in to strangers? <laughs> Yeah, I'd actually love to know. <laughs> and gave them all saying. of your business. Yeah, so, hmm. Sounds like your friend was deep in her feelings and said some shit that she can't take back. And, yeah, you're not trying to hear that. So, I mean, you're well within your rights. She was the one who said, we're no longer friends. You don't have no respect for me. Hung up in your face. So. I think, you know. <sighs> yeah, I think this this worked out. Fell. 
Were they mad? <laughs> and and you still getting some ass, ain't you? <laughs> you said what's Clearly. most importantly is I'm still busting that ass. So <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but good for you, Tay. Um, and thank you for the update. Let's see. Who shall we? Oh, this one's fun. Taylor says, hey, Chris Lincoln Fury. So I was sitting here doing my nightly ritual of smoking a J, playing Tetris, and re-listening to old episodes of The Read. And the show from August 16th, 2018 came up in the queue. In the show, one of the listener letters mentioned how five years prior to that, you two had made hopeful predictions for your futures. And you then went into where you'd like to see yourselves in five years from 2018, which is now obviously 2023. Mm. Crystal, you mentioned things like being like an established writing career and doing the work you feel like you were put on this earth to do. You predicted for Kid Fury living in a beautiful home with Miss Lincoln continuing to flourish in his career. Well, it's five years later and Crystal, you're working on your master's, writing your thesis, doing the work that matters. And Kid Fury, we see you out here working. My DVR is ready for rap shit season two. I say all that to ask, can we pretty please get another five year prediction? Thanks, a decade-long listener. P.S. Oh, Kid Fury mentioned that we would probably be living in a post-apocalyptic world, which at the time was hilarious, but wow, nigga, you called COVID. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's what we do here. We predict disasters. Yeah. <laughs> and all yeah. manners of horrible things. <laughs> so, yeah. whoo, that's, that is wild that, first of all, we have been doing this show long enough to have two five-year predictions. And we're now being Lovely. asked to do another one. That is very weird to think about. But yeah. Yep. 2028, I think uh, I'll be done with grad school. I'm trying to think of things that are like safe bets. <laughs> I will be done with. I actually think I will be um, no longer standing in need of weekly therapy by 2028. Oh, that's nice. I think I am. I think I'll be moving towards uh, it, by 2028. I'll be like checking in occasionally or maybe every month, but I think I'll be um, out of the the need to see this lady every week um, without exceptions. And um, I have some things that I'm working on now that I'm not really ready to talk about, but I think they, you will see um, more of me outside the show. Right now, this show is pretty much all that I do. And I like it like that <laughs> because school is beating my ass and I don't have time for much else. But uh, after I graduate and my schedule clears back up, I really want to tap into things creatively for myself. I really want to, you know, reconnect with that part of me that used to be so imaginative and had so many big ideas. And I want to start doing more stuff like that. I think you'll probably see me writing screenplays or um, plays, plays. Um, and yeah, probably still being some sort of talk show host. So what about you, 2028? Other than being the best uncle ever to the cutest little kindergartner. Um I don't fucking know. I think that I will have a oh God. I don't want to say what I'm working on. Right. I don't either. That's why I'm like, mm, keeping it really cute, but you know, guys, things. <laughs> Um, I think that I, in five more years, will be in a, in a, uh, 
a more vibrant, expanded creative space producing multiple yes. types of entertainment uh, projects mm-hmm. for myself and for others. The end. Anything else? No. <laughs> you don't want to give the girls just a just a little more detail. Where do you think you'll be living? Still in LA? Yeah, probably. Mm, damn, you like it that much. It's cool. There's no reason for me to not. I lived in New York for 10 years, and New York was hard. Well, LA's been chilling so far. So there's no reason for me to think that another five will be gone somewhere else where. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you, Taylor, for the question. Um, and we'll see, I guess, in 2028 what shakes out. Um, mm. Let's do one more quick one. This is from Martin, who says, I'm a gay black man living in Seattle, and I have a dilemma. I'm 29, and one of my closest friends is a 50-year-old man. We were friends with benefits for from February 2020 to April 2023. Okay. Two years ago, I caught romantic feelings for him, and he said that our age difference was the main barrier for him and that he also wasn't looking for a relationship. Now, two years later, he's in a new relationship with a 28-year-old. When we had to talk about it, he said that he's evolved and that the other reason for not dating me was that I would have wanted to be monogamous. We're still friends now, but seeing the two of them together sometimes is like a slap in the face. I'm cordial towards his new boyfriend, but I have no intention of becoming friends with him. My question is, how would you handle this situation moving forward? Because I still want to maintain with my friendship with him. And I also need advice for how I can get over feeling so hurt. Thank you. Love the show, Martin. Uh, I don't know that my questions are particularly useful because I my biggest one is, why do you care about what that old man is doing? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm trying to... I don't want to date a 50-year-old and I'm 41. So I can't fathom being 29 and wanting a 50-year-old to pay attention to me. Are you in therapy? Mm. Excellent question. Yeah. I think, and I'm not trying to pass judgment. I think you might have some stuff to unlock, just in general, even if the nigga was 30. Yeah. But I feel like this might be, there might be some stuff that consciously you're aware of that's tied to this. Maybe not. Hmm. Subconsciously, I mean. But. Right. Ultimately, I agree with Crystal. I don't, I feel like, you know, I don't even know why you still, you were like, oh, we were main friends. I was like, for what? Yeah. And friends with benefits for three years, that don't work. (laughs) That does not work. You cannot, well, let me not speak in absolutes. But the overwhelming majority of people cannot fuck somebody for three years and have things remain casual. That is not how most people, that is not how most people function, especially if you're not fucking somebody else. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I honestly, I'm a little, I don't want to say grossed out because you were technically an adult, but 
a 47-year-old fucking with a 26-year-old don't even really feel right to me in my spirit. It don't. So, and and now he's in a relationship with a 28-year-old. I don't, when I see stuff like that, I always just wonder, what, why can't you date somebody 48? Why can't you date someone 52? Like, why are you dating somebody young enough to be your child? Like, that is... Because they're more malleable. Oh, yikes. Yikes, yikes. And it's easier for them to catch feelings and be all head over heels and be calling you in the middle of the night because they think it's another nigga at your house and doing all of those affirming ghetto things that um, young people do and then usually grow out of. Yes. Um, the odds of another 48-year-old dealing with your shit, putting up with your <laughs> shit, being oblivious to your shit yeah. is incredibly low. That's true. <laughs> That's true because 48-year-olds know better. They have grown up. They have reached that exactly. level of maturity. So, <laughs> so maybe that's how you get over this hurt. Think about the fact that this man is 50 years old and consistently dating, sleeping with people who are in their 20s. Ask yourself, is something about this grown man that other grown niggas don't like? <laughs> like, maybe you need to tell yourself that, like, this is not, you know, maybe I'm looking for something long term. Maybe I'm looking for somebody who could be my husband. And I don't, I don't necessarily think this man would have been that for you. And that was something that we talked about a lot in high school when it was like, you know, like the 24, 25-year-old niggas who thought they was just, like, so cool coming by campus, mm-hmm. like, trying to scoop up high school girls. And my cousin, mm-hmm. my older cousins would be like, if them niggas is whack, them niggas is lame. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you coming, sniffing around 16, 17-year-old girls when you 24, 25 years old? Like, But when you're 16, 17, it's like, it's very similar to that. Yeah. You know? and, and so now you're 29 that. and you're like, oh, he got Persian rugs. Oh, he got a <laughs> cancer. Oh, his bills on auto pay. <laughs> but, right. but you don't realize that, you know, it's like the same premise. Like that nigga is whack or maybe not necessarily whack, but the maturity is not where it ought to be for a 50 year old person. At all. Even if, even if, you know, other 50-year-olds might like them, too. You know, like, mm-hmm. don't even think of it as just like, oh, well, you fucking with young people because older niggas don't like you. It could be that. But it is also very clear, consider, separate of that, that this person wants to date mm-hmm. people that are younger for a specific reason. Yeah. You are more valuable to him than he is to you. Ooh. All right, Dr. Fury. Maybe that nigga could pay your bills or whatever, but pff, a couple like listen, sweetie. Come on. Let's talk. Right. Um, right. you know what I mean? So like, let's be serious. Not at the end of the, at the end of the day, you come into the 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 young gay clubs or whatever, or just the regular gay clubs, to be honest with you, because you're 50. So it's like, you coming out partying with the young bucks or whatever because you need that energy for them. Yeah. You feel me? It's yeah. giving Carisha and Puffy. Like, mm, where's my podcast? Yes. Where's my Met Gala? Right. Where's my, where's you know what my I mean? Beamer or whatever. I don't know what kind of nice cars y'all have these days, but right. Where's all my rich shit? Where's all my furs? Yeah. Even though Where's I live in Miami, app? Where's and I don't my need SRT? no fucking. <laughs> what is it with Miami and Hellcats? 
I don't really know. That isn't even none of our business. That's tourist shit. Them <laughs> niggas feel like they got to come down there and then ride a Hellcat down Collins and then go give it back. Like, leave us alone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I honestly, I would feel better about it if you were like 36 even. But it's just something about you being yeah. 29 and started fucking this man when you were 25, 26. That just, uh, I don't like that. And I- and listen, I've had messed with older guys when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, like, oh my gosh, I was legal age. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they were older guys or whatever, but I never like, I get it, it. it's fun. Let it right. be fun. It's not supposed you know to be, I mean? this ain't forever. <laughs> you are, you are for right now. You're, you know, after the club, you finna go to Waffle House and whatever I want, it's on you. And we both know that. And that's all that this is. Like, we going to the mall, and that's that. Like, I'm not trying to build nothing. I'm not trying to establish no future with you, so. Leave that nigga right where he at. Please do. To listen to Tom Joyner with this 28-year-old <laughs> or whatever. And then... Please, not Tom Joyner. If that's just my... Everybody knows, I think, by this point, I have a real ick about too many years being in between sexual partners, like any more than a decade or so, depending on how old you are, I just start to feel real grossed out. But you're like, you're grown. You can make your own decisions. If you prefer older men, maybe like maybe you feel like they genuinely have their shit together and they're better partners than other guys your age. You know, that's up to you. But I think this man was probably just coming up with different excuses, trying to let you down easy and... Uh, probably the best way to get over this hurt is to let go of the friendship. Friends for what? That's what I'm saying. Y'all fucked for it's, a few years and let that be that. Move on. Find somebody else. Right. It's like, even if you want to go, if you do like older guys, bet. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't be out here, you know, having hurt feelings and still trying to be cordial with his other young nigga. And da 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 This nigga's a bop. All these hoes for the streets. Get back into him. Yes. Hello? Tell him Find again. another one. Stand up. Like, there's no reason for you to be feeling no type of way. He can go right back into contacts. Oh, my God. I forgot. We ain't spoke. I forgot about you. Oh, hey, how you been? Mm-hmm. I was, what's his name? Cool. All right. You know, I've been outside. Yeah. It's not. Take That's care. not what we're doing. I'll see you on the gram. <laughs> yeah. You and, and for the future. You said two years ago you caught feelings for him. That was a year into y'all being friends with benefits. Next time you'll know that as soon as you catch romantic feelings for somebody you're not in a relationship with, it's time to have a conversation. And if the two of you are not on the same page, it is time to stop sleeping with that person. Your feelings are not going to go away just because you tell yourself over and over again, this is not my man and I can't get attached. It doesn't work like that. So... You, I would, I would chalk this up as a lesson learned and move right. They're 29 years old. You're still young. Like, go out here and have a good ass time. Do not spend not one more day moping around behind that old nigga fixing to get on uh, AARP or whatever. Like, go out and live your, live your life. Like. Fully. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that nigga. It's plenty more out there. Yeah. Or crack. <laughs> do whatever you need to do. And uh and best of luck to you, babe. Again, if you have a question for us, send it on over to asktherita@gmail.com. We're gonna take another quick break and be right back. Okay, niggas and friends, we're back. It's time for the read. Take it away. Oh God. yes, it is. Um so oh, remember yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I did. Remember a couple weeks ago when I said 
Seems like Blueface is just, you know, dead set on being a terrible father, but maybe Krishan was, you know, like she's trying to be a good mother and trying to do what's best for her baby and, you know, really growing up and, you know, maturing the way a person who has just given birth should. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I got to stop giving niggas the benefit of the doubt. I do. I got to stop doing that because just about every single time y'all do show me how incredibly wrong I was and how I should have kept my black ass mouth shut. So if you missed it, Krishan was just on Instagram or something. I swear this girl lives on Instagram live. Like she is constantly recording something in her life. Every (laughs) I don't get it. I do not get it. (laughs) And with all of the algorithms basically just being middle fingers on these apps now. Yeah. It's like, I don't even. Yeah. Yeah. I don't personally know anybody that's interested or wants to know. I don't know who I follow. But then it's just like, oh, you're you're actually on the for you page. What is that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And why are you there? Why are you there? Why is Krishan being presented to me? Maybe because the algorithm knew that I gave her a compliment and that I had a little bit of hope in her abilities as a parent. So they true. said, let me dash that real quick. So, so true. Krishan was talking about how she is about to be on her dyke shit. Side note, if you are not gay, you can't say dyke. Um, I actually shouldn't even say dyke, honestly. Oh, I don't mind if gay men say it, but I refuse to let the straight say it. I say it with you because I'm yeah, friends with you. Right, but yeah. Other people listen to it. So, right. She's uh, talking about how she's on her dyke shit because she got to be the dad and the mom. And so that feminine shit ain't going to slide. She got a boy to raise. And, you know, certain moms get in the way by being too much of a good mom. <laughs> And so their sons start no, developing hand movements. She, this bitch said their sons start developing hand movements because Everyone y'all does. are good mothers. And right now he don't really understand what her long nails mean. But once he get old enough to understand, like, one, then is she going to take her acrylics off and start Krishan, shopping at Sears? What? He's like, 18 days old he's he doesn't understand what light means oh my god oh my god so so first of all i can't believe we have to tell y'all this like once a month at this point but there is nothing you can say or do to change your child's sexuality i would just love it for us to accept that i don't know why y'all still think that little boys are gay because they mamas hug them that is the dumbest shit. The idea... Or or they're femme-presenting. Right. The I, Or that that's anything other than just being a child. Y'all be talking about, who was it? Little Baby's Little Boy or something, who said, Lemonade, and it was so cute. But he's like, what, three years old? Four years old? Oh, there's like a video of um, somebody famous child, and they're doing that challenge where you take drinks from like different cups, and the kids try to guess what the drink is. And so one of them, he sips and he goes, lemonade. And it's so, so cute. But niggas was like, oh, my God, little baby need to show up and start being a father because your son is a homosexual. Like, why would he say lemonade like that? Yeah. So 
a lot of times y'all think kids are gay when they're just being children and you get so afraid that you then scream at them and they are terrified to be themselves and it takes them decades in therapy to get back Come to on. who they really Come are. On. Like y'all, y'all thoroughly fuck up your children with this behavior. Come on. Thoroughly. You disconnect your child from their authentic selves because you're afraid that they might be gay. Meanwhile, he's just four years old and watching Gracie's Corner. Like, he's just... This is developmentally appropriate. Also, if he does grow to be gay <sighs> slash effeminate, then what? Is that the worst thing your child could be? Gay, really? What exactly then? To keep your child What's... from being gay, you're going to cosplay as a dyke? That makes sense to you? Sweetie, think about all of the men. This is so dumb. That are straight. <laughs> this is so that dumb. That were raised by single women. <laughs> Your child's father is one of them. Yeah, one of millions. I think I've never heard nothing about that nigga's daddy. No, me either. But, I mean, it's a safe assumption. But regardless, your kid could have both parents in the home. Your kid could have no parents in the home. You are not going to change his sexuality by giving him less love. Being less of a good mother. She literally said certain moms get in the way by being too much of a good mom. You are literally planning to be a less efficient parent. So that your child won't be gay. What? My my cousin that I went to dinner with last night. Oh. One of four, only boy. So. I don't even know. What are we supposed to do with that? <laughs> like. What, what? Why did none of their feminine traits, expressions, or interests rub off on him? He is straight, successful nigga with two gorgeous kids. I don't... What there do y'all are, be talking about? There are countless examples. There are plenty of gay people who grew up with strong, loving fathers in the home. There are plenty of gay people who grew up with horrible, um, abusive fathers in the home. It happens to everybody. It, there's no there's no controlling <laughs> for homosexuality. Your baby's either gay or he ain't. Like, there's... You being a good mother is not going to make him gay. That is so goddamn stupid. You being feminine is not going to make him feminine. I just... And and the thing that pisses me off about this, Crystal, I think I've said it. Mm. We could be teleporting by now. <laughs> we should be teleporting by now. <laughs> I shouldn't still have to get on an airplane to Mm-mm. get across the country yeah. to see my family or my friends. Right. But you bitches want to be talking about, I'm going to pretend to be a lesbian. I'm going to do my big Queen Latifah because I don't want my son. Like, yeah. what do y'all be talking about, bruh? And the idea that you're going to dress up as a masculine lesbian in the hopes that your child won't be gay it really just goes to show how y'all's issue is with gay men. Your issue is with femininity. Your issue is not real. Like, this wouldn't even be a conversation if you had given birth to a girl. It wouldn't be, oh, well, you know, let me make sure that I do blah, blah, blah to make sure that my daughter is not going to turn out a lesbian. Like, y'all don't really do that. 
But y'all are so afraid of little boys being gay and you really need to ask yourself why. Like, that's something you need to sit with. But bitch, please. Like, I'm going to I'm really going to need you to stop saying this dumb shit. There is no amount of like being mean to your child, bullying them, whatever you think a, a dad is supposed to do that will stop your child from being queer. I'm so glad my family was just regular old homophobic. <laughs> not this new, not this new homophobic where y'all don't even let toddlers live, man. Be smacking the shit out of babies. Y'all be pulling stunts and shows and shit like that to for playing house life and development. Mine was just very clear that they ain't fuck with that shit. They ain't like it and they weren't accepting it. And we grew from that. Amen. That's another thing I had a conversation with my cousin last night. How blessed I feel that my family was willing to grow with me growing mm. and everything like that. We're in so much of a better place. Yeah. But I can't imagine. This shit? <laughs> I can't imagine some of the dumb shit y'all think and believe. Yeah, they do. Imagine if your mama said... Once this child turns two, I'm going to start exclusively shopping at Burlington Co. Factory Men's Section because... That's why I almost laughed. <laughs> like, and imagine she said it for an audience of millions online. <laughs> for that video to live online in perpetuity. For everybody to know just how goddamn stupid your mama was. The only way that we can grow from this as a people is if we accept that this is not a nurture thing. It is a nature thing. Your child is going to be who they are. They are. Regardless of mm-hmm. what they watch, eat, see, smell, whatever. That yeah. is assigned to them. Period. It's yeah. just, it is what it is. The same way if you're a child. And, this is another thing I said if I did it last night. And they can identify that at a very young age. Y'all are so unwilling to accept a, that these kids can know these things, mm-hmm. and B, that your kids are who they say they are. Yep, 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 yep. That you pull all these stunts and shows and being like, oh, well, they're making decisions that they're not old enough to make. Da, 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 da. I said to my cousin last night, I knew I was gay about four or five, mm. but people feel like, people feel like, it's because of something I picked up somewhere or that it's a sexual thing. They don't know I'm like, what it's no about. different they do not know than about. it's no different than if your four-year-old or five-year-old daughter was like, I like this boy at school or whatever. And for your that mm-hmm. child, it means like when I see him, I want to push him into the mud. Or <laughs> when I see him, I want to share my stickers with him. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything like I don't know. I just feel like we could read. Right. That you know, or listen, and that is so wild. You bring that up because my cousin and her family are in town. She brought her kids, and her youngest is like, how old is that little boy? Four or five, any something like that. And was telling me about the girls at school that he like, you know, like he liked this one, but this other one is really his favorite, and he liked to sit next to her and have snack or whatever. Like kids, they just are themselves. Y'all are the ones being weird about it. And all you're doing in the long run is alienating your child, not just from you, but from who they really are. And that is the true shame. That is the true shame. You wonder why these kids are depressed and suicidal (laughs) and vaping and shit. And they like all of nine years old. It's y'all. Y'all are horrible parents. If you're not ready to have a child who might be queer, then you're not ready to have a child. 
mugs, tattoos, um, <laughs> no, not tattoos. <laughs> Billboard. I'm done. I'm really, I really am done. But that pissed me off so bad because I'm like, I literally just gave this hoe a chance. I just did it. A lot I of us did. did it. I said, surely, you know, she was pregnant. I know pretty much everybody I know who has ever been pregnant was like, yeah, girl, I was already grown. But being pregnant made me realize I need to really grow up. Like I got another nigga to really care for and nurture. And some of y'all just skipped that process entirely. A lot of the, huh. a lot of, the a lot of existing is math logic Mm -hmm. it's 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 very cyclical you know and so yeah i'm sure many if not most uh people who give birth um can say that and it'd Mm -hmm. be a real thing yeah every absolutely not and here's an example there's too many bad mothers out here for that to be true (laughs) universally um right exactly um i wish i could say you know hopefully she has some people in her corner that you know can get know. her together you know but i've seen know. her corner yep her corner is uh full of cobwebs <laughs> um but yeah i for and again a lot of people will say oh well you know krishan da, 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 she dumb but she kind of got a boy like y'all will find she ways to not. still whatever as as we've said your child's going to be what your child is. You have to accept that, period. Because if you don't accept it or you try to take action against it, you're not going to prevent it. No, nope. You're going to psychologically fuck up your child mm-hmm. who is then going to basically not come to you or share with you things that are very vital and important yep. to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just basically have a completely isolated or destroyed relationship with your child. Or you'll have one that you do basically morph into some sort of changeling-ass, like, alien version of themselves that tries to fit in the box you want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, portray them being the straight, cis, heteronormative, whatever person. Yeah. And then, then in their personal lives in the shadows, they're destroying themselves and yep. others yep. because they've never been able to properly address who they are mm-hmm. with, like, support and, like, a healthy yep. um, uh, system attached to it. So... Either way, you're uh, fucking your kids up. Miserable with anger issues for the rest of their days because of y'all fucking these kids up. Y'all are doing it. Please, if you cannot handle the thought of having a gay son, then do not have children. I'm begging Just you. Just don't do it. Leave them out of this. The kids don't deserve the way y'all treat them. They really, really, really don't. That is one thing that... Family therapy is really driving home. Like, children show up perfect. And we and this world, we just have got to do better by these kids. Got to do better by ourselves, but for sure got to do better by these kids because they deserve it. And that's it for me. I'm not going to say too much more. Um, okay. Well, I don't really have anything to say. Um, I will just... Uh, send hmm, because I kind of could. Oh, okay. I have therapy. Oh, yeah. Right now. Yeah, I have school, so. Um, well, we I feel like we do, too. I'll just say, um, something I also meant to say last week, which is, um, the stuff that's happening 
um, in Palestine, in Gaza. Oh my God, yes. Israel is... I feel like nightmarish isn't even not a not a strong enough word. enough word. Yep, I agree. It's not. Um, it Inhumane. reminds me how completely ungrateful and privileged we are as Americans. Many of us. Yep. Many of y'all. I count my goddamn blessings bitch. every day. <laughs> Wake up like thank you, Lord, because you did not have to do that. <laughs> I sure appreciate it. Um. So if you have any like, um. Palestinian Muslim mm-hmm. listeners, uh, we love y'all. You're supported. Mm-hmm. Jewish listeners, Israeli listeners, we love y'all. Y'all are supported. We mm-hmm. respect that many, that nobody's really monolithic and that there are a lot of people who are Israeli or Israeli-American who understand that what has been happening in Palestine and Gaza Mm -hmm. for years and 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 years has been disgusting and vile and inhumane. And it's just ridiculous that because of government fuckery and propaganda and shit that children, mm. babies, yep. are being murdered. Bombing hospitals. They are bombing hospitals. And they have the support of the U.S. government mm-hmm. to, like, you know what I mean? Even yeah, the, billions, see the mayor of, of New York oh God. out no, fuck in the nigga. streets. Please, I, I literally can't handle that nigga. He is so fucking mixy. He want to be an influencer so bad. I cannot stand Eric Adams. That's, that's kind of true. Yeah. That is a whole asshole. But yeah, I figure if you're an Israeli <laughs> listening to this show, then you're probably not fucking with what your government is doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and I, I understand. Feel like I'm not fucking with what my government is doing either. So I get that. Exactly. Like, I really feel like, you know, if you're listening to this show. Yeah. You likely are not going to be like, oh, but yeah, and act ridiculous or try and dox bitches because, you know, I'm going to say free Palestine because you must know what it is. How could you be a <laughs> right. listener to and this? There are, yeah, to this show and not feel that. And there are so many Jewish people who have come out and said being Jewish is not necessarily being Israeli. And just because I'm Jewish doesn't mean I think this is right. Like, I don't know if you saw Alana Glazer's statement on Instagram, but it was really beautiful, really thoughtful, really considerate, where she's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, you know, I feel the persecution of the Jews in my bones. And also, this is horrific and disgusting and wrong. And I don't stand with Israel doing this bullshit. And it's like, people have a really hard time holding both of those. Some yeah, people do. I get that it's delicate and it's nuanced and, you know, it has a lot of historical, you know, depth to it and stuff. But when it boils down to it, like, I'm not going, I'm not going to, like, drink the Kool-Aid. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. innocent people do not deserve to be killed. And the way that it is happening to Palestinians and has been and has been supported and has been excused or just not uh, discussed at all is just inhuman. It's ridiculous. And we can't like skipping over that fact Mm -hmm. is what leads us to where we are as far as I'm concerned. If you have a problem with me saying that or believing that you are within your right to do so. 
uh, or to to feel that way. But yeah, mm-hmm. free Palestine. I hope that everybody. Um, I mean, it's like honestly, I don't even know what can be done. Yeah, which because is the, the really sad part. <laughs> because most of like most of the powers that be around the globe are fully supporting Israel. Even the United States trying to play both sides, talking about, oh, well, we're pledging $3 billion in aid to Israel, but then also Biden today talking about, well, we're sending $100 million to Palestine. Like, girl, you can't be on both sides of this. One side has control over water, food, internet, power for the other. What's not, what's not clicking? It just makes me sick. It makes me sick to think about the the foot I've always been a sensitive spirit. I don't ever need to see footage of like babies being blown apart to be affected by what's going on. I do not need to see the videos to care deeply about this matter. But yeah, free my niggas in Palestine. I'm done. All right. That wraps up this week's episode. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our merch is over at shoptheread.com. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the read. And thank you so much to Out Magazine for featuring us as part of the Out 100, this year's most impactful and influential LGBTQ plus people. They put us under the disruptors section, which... I noticed. I'm not mad at that. I like the idea of me coming in here to shake shit up. Yeah. Yeah, Make these hoes uncomfortable. So thank you, Out Magazine. Thank you, everyone, for the support of the show. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. 